When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOFD, you'll be all set when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOFD. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 or older and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go. Every day giftable. Every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification. And they're satisfying to scratch, no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. All right, welcome back to another film study. It's another short, though, but don't worry. This is going to hold you over. Great conversation about roster construction and kind of looking a little bit at this offseason because this is a young team, and we're going to hopefully have a lot of these guys around for a while. But what does that mean for salary cap and roster? Let's have a real brief conversation about it then wednesday evening we're doing a lot of recording because it's a short week for the ravens when you play on monday and then they play on sunday that's already short then you throw thanksgiving into the mix and things get a little crazy so wednesday night is when we will record both the offense and the defense podcast and we will record a know your foe because they've got a big game coming up with the 49ers this week uh but all's good. It seems like the Ravens keep getting better each week. I saw that even Preston gave the team like a whole bunch of A's 
after Monday night. So I can't wait to see what Ken has in his breakdown tomorrow. Those posts will all be over up on filmstudybaltimore.com, maybe even before the episodes come out. So make sure you're checking out filmstudybaltimore.com. And while you're over there, you might want to click on the MyBookie ads on that site or go over to mybookie.ag and use the code FILMSTUDY because that's what I did for Monday Night Football and doubled my money by putting it all on the Ravens. Uh, It was only a four-point spread, so I think it worked out well for me. Of course, they could have covered a 30-point spread (laughs) the way that game was going. All right, but anyway, my bookie is doing something really cool for Thanksgiving. For the Bears-Lions game, there's a risk-free bet. You can bet up to $250 on the full game spread and one bet. So it's your only bet. So you can do what I did. I took all the money. I went off the Ravens, and I put it on the Bears for Thursday. You can put it on the Bears or the Lions. And it's risk-free. So if you win, great. You win. You get your you get your winnings. If you lose, no problem. They will refund you and give you the same amount back in credit that you just lost. So no risk. Check it out. Go on over to mybookie.ag. Use the code FILMSTUDY. And they give you a bonus of like 50% of what you, imp- of what you upload or however, whatever you do with money. Deposit. That's the word. Not upload, but deposit. They'll match you like 50%. They give you another bonus in there, some free money to gamble with just for using the code film study. So check that out. It's made uh, meaningless games a lot more intriguing for me. So let's get on with the show. Let's get Ken on the line. Folks, we're here for another film study short. Uh, today, we're going to talk about a topic that I think interests everybody is roster construction during this offseason. And joining us today is Charles Vanneman, who uh, uh, obviously has, has worked with film study material a lot, but also, more importantly, really knows his stuff in terms of uh, salary cap and is a frequenter of Over the Cap. Charles, how are you doing? I'm doing well, living a dream. We all are, aren't we, right now, this season, the way it's going? Just a uh, Game to game is just uh, Sunday can't get here soon enough, Monday in this case, but uh, what, a, what a fun, fun, fun year. All right, well, Charles, we're, we're going we're gonna to talk uh, today about uh, constructing the 2020 roster. So obviously the Ravens had uh, some cap to make a big move this year and get Marcus Peters uh, in season, and next year there will be a number of decisions to make on free agents on this, on this team. And I want to start with the big four. Uh, who I, I'd let you define any way, but we in our, our production meeting here, you've uh, you've got it done. And I want to give the floor to you. Just tell us how you would approach uh, signing or not signing these big four free agents. Okay, the first one is Marcus Peters. Uh, the uh, franchise cap for his position is about $15 million a year. I would say we need to crawl on broken glass to try to get Mar- Marcus Peters uh, with us for the next three to four years. Uh, reasoning being, one is there's only one Marcus Peters in the whole league. He, he may have his flaws, but he's a fabulous ball hawk and added to the people that we currently have in the mix. It really is, he's very complimentary. Now, if he's not happy 
he's a, I would say, a reputation as a volatile personality. If he's not happy, we wouldn't necessarily uh, be able to franchise him, I don't think. But uh, his personality has always been associated with being ultra competitive. Well, some some of the let me let me stop you for a second there because some of the problem with franchising a player deals with um, uh, whether that player is willing to sign for the franchise tag or whether you're really incenting him to sign a long term deal because that's part of the value of franchise tagging somebody is you you each are incented to make a long term deal at that point to to really get the guy upfront money from the player's perspective and to not have to pay that franchise money in the first year from the team's perspective. Now, the Ravens are in a little bit different situation this year because they might be able to afford just the franchise tag for just one year on Marcus Peters. Uh, the franchise tag only from the point of view is it, it gives you a little bit of leverage in getting the long time, the long term deal done. And we certainly want uh, we don't want them on a one year basis and we don't want them here if uh, he's unhappy with being here because. Uh, he is in that second contract where he would like to be able to choose where he plays. He's earned the right to do that. Uh, we would sure like to make him want to, want to, uh, be here. So, All right. So, uh, so what's your contract proposition for, for Peters? Four years, average 15 million. Okay. And, uh, and I, would, I think it's about half guaranteed. Okay. Uh, which I think has probably uh, similar to uh, to Thomas in that uh, the first year probably has a third, two thirds uh, cap to the average. In other words, the fifteen million dollars a year would be about ten million in the first year. Okay. Okay, so that's what we that's what we do with Peters, and I think we can be a flexible a million or two here or there, but. My, my sense is this is this has got to be a meeting of the hearts and souls. And uh, certainly he's really seems to have gelled with this group of uh, of uh, defensive secondary that almost it seems like they're just getting started together. It seems like they're just going to get better and better as the season goes on. OK, but you're, you're being specific here. You don't want Peters if he doesn't want to be here. You know, even on a one-year a one-year franchise deal, given the Ravens have that mark, market friction available to themselves under the current CBA, you don't want him here. If he says, "I don't want to sign long-term, no matter what," you want to let him walk. I think that's true. Okay. I think I agree with that. I think we want to do everything we can to make him want to be here, but if he doesn't, I think we need to give him the choice. Okay, fair enough. Let's keep going through the big four here then. Okay. Uh, now, my, my assumption here is that we're going to have Peters because the next guy is uh, Matt Judon. And my vote here, uh, the the likely cap number for him is about 16 million, at least 16 million for maybe three years. And I would let him walk. Okay. Uh, I think he's a good player. He's not a great player. And he's, I would say, uh barely a B pass rusher. He relies almost entirely on scheme and uh, circumstance to get sacks. And the point's well made that he gets a lot of hits, and that indicates that he wins quickly, 
but I see he gets hits when uh, the quarterback has gone back too far and some of his hits are late and his his relative to hits to sacks indicates to me that he gets there kind of late. Uh, I, I just uh, uh, looking at the last last game that he played. Uh, if he played like that every game, yeah, I'd give him the sixteen million dollars a year. <laughs> You'd give him a lot more if he played like that every game. Exactly, and especially uh, some of his plays on running plays where he crashed across the line from the from the backside mm-hmm. and had tackles for loss. Now that's that's something that he does very rarely. It seems, to, uh, from what I can see, he he's good at holding his spot. But he's not really good at what you'd call a stack and shed, where he disengages from the, the guy in front of him and then can make a, make a play. Uh, the, the Seattle game, he had one assist, no tackles, no hurries, no hits, no anything for it. And I'm looking at the thing, and I, I'm saying – Am I missing something here, or did he do virtually nothing this entire game? Now, I understand they were in containment uh, of Russell Wilson. And when I was looking at pass rush, for the, I started to realize that maybe pass rush is not as important to Wink as we fans think that it is. Is that he's very, very concerned about everybody maintaining their gaps when they're unless they're in a scheme and it certainly paid off for in the in the Seattle game in particular but it's paid off in general since then so at any rate I'm going to pass on him uh if I would if you take him for 16 then you automatically say that you're not going to be able to afford either Jimmy Smith or uh Pierce Okay, now, uh, we'll go to Pierce and our, our number was, uh, 11 million, which would be like 33 for three years. Uh, the more I saw on Smith, uh, on, uh, Pierce on film or watching, uh, Game Pass. By the way, thank you for Game Pass. I've been a fan for like 40 years or something like that. But I never have even started to know what was going on until I was able to see coaches take. Uh, Pierce, Pierce is a really, he's a fighter in there. And when we're using, when we're starting to use these schemes of two, basically two linemen and two ends, and I'm going to call like the, the, the two guys inside, there's two, there's two linemen types. There's the fats. And there's the talls. You know, the, the fats are, you know, the guy that they used to call the shade tackle or the nose tackle. And the talls are the, the five technique. And it seems to me that when you're running these uh, schemes, the five technique is virtually obsolete. And we, no, we kind of noticed that, especially in the Cincinnati game where they pick the, the tall in that, in that, formation and double teamed and blew him right off the line of scrimmage, both uh, Sealer and Wormley. And if Wormley isn't really going to be a pass rusher, give me a fat who can at least hold his place in there. 
Now, Pierce does more than that. And I think I heard on your your show that he remind Pierce reminded you of Kelly Gregg. No, Pierce is much better than Kelly Gregg. I I, I, uh, I would just dissuade that notion right away. <laughs> he's a he's a Kelly Gregg is a wrestler and a high. Uh, I, I, I'll show you how I differentiate the two. Uh, a wrestler and a, a high uh, frequency tackler, which is unusual for an interior defensive lineman. But Pierce has much more ability to move mountains personally. He's a much stronger, uh, much better penetrator than Pierce was. And I think his impact on the game in a lot of ways is is more significant. Now, the thing that was great about Greg is he was also an Iron Man and could play a ton of snaps. So, you know, I I don't I wouldn't compare the two. I mean, Nada came along immediately, and it was considered heretical at the time that I thought Nada was immediately better than than Kelly Gregg. But uh, but there's a big differentiation between those two players. Like I'm watching on TV, and I see more of the pursuit aspect of it rather than that the stacking aspect of it. And when you see that, so I I. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm only sort of comparing them in that Pierce gets out, out in pursuit a, a little more than you would think that he does, considering he's a big fat guy. Yeah. I'm saying like, give me, give me Pierce, give me uh, Williams and another fat guy. And I probably would let my talls go if we want to play this uh, two man inside or one man uh, in passing situations, we tend to, just as soon play a linebacker there, like a McPhee type there. Well, it's, two things are going on here. One is the Ravens hardly play any more base defense, and, and I mean hardly at all. I, I don't have the number right in front of me, but it's it's probably under 20 snaps the whole year of three linemen that they've played. It's almost now the defense you bring in only when the offense brings in a sixth offensive lineman. So they often play two uh, heavies per play, and most of the time that's the case. And then they go down to one heavy per play, as you mentioned, when it's a, a passing situation. And they've been using Ricard some for that, uh, who is – I'm not sure I, if I, that I would put him in either of the categories you've just named there. Uh, but he, but he's uh, he's been one guy they've used. They've used Brandon Williams a fair amount as the fifth offensive fifth, – the fifth pass rusher to go with four outside linebackers recently. I, so, would, call, I would call Ricard a quick. Okay. <laughs> I would call it like – a very, very poor man's Aaron Donald. And I, I think that uh, Ricard could do better on the inside if he was playing one gap. You know, like uh, on passing downs or something that he's used in passing downs. But he holds the, he holds the line better than uh, Wormley does. But when you, when, you, when you have a guy who's only 300 pounds playing two gaps, He's a little bit limited that way. He, I mean, he's quick. He's really strong. And I'd like to see him play a little more one gap where he dips, you know, dips and sheds and goes right by. So, so, uh, I'd call him a quick. We just don't have any of them except, uh, Ricard when he happens to be in there. And but when you're talking about base, I wouldn't even, I'd th- throw the three, four out the window when you, you're calling that a base because we don't use it. It's virtually obsolete in the league now. Uh, so, but uh, when we're playing Cincinnati, we had to go to a three-four in the second half because you know, they they would double team on our tall and blow them out of the 
blow them backwards. And we didn't have Pierce, so we had to use Tootalls and Williams to try to, and which were fairly fairly successful. But that that's, wasn't that's replacing. Way, that wasn't a three-four. What they did in that in that situation was they played the three-three-five nickel, which means they sacrificed an inside linebacker to put another lineman on the field. Okay. So it's so it's basically putting two guys in to replace Pierce. Yes. So I'm keeping Pierce. Okay. Uh, you, you it was very thirty-three million for three years for Pierce is your is your magic number. Thirty-three million. Eleven million. Okay, so who else you have? Then we go to then we go to Jimmy Smith. Now, uh, admittedly, I'm a Jimmy Smith lover, and he's probably like he's not the most beloved character in in Baltimore. I think I think people realize that he has ability. The difference between Jimmy his in his career between Jimmy Smith on the field and off the field in terms of results for the Ravens is just stark. Uh, our ability to he's been able to deal with guys like Antonio Brown and you know the uh, Julio Jones the really elite receivers in the league he's he bullies people he's very very physical with the kind of minimal penalties I mean he gets he he has penalties. But considering how he how physical he is, not all that many. And he's a good com he's a good combination between Peters and uh, Humphrey, which I've, it does bother me about Marland is that he doesn't look for the ball a lot. And if yeah. he isn't close enough to the receiver where he he can hit it back between his hands, he can he can really get beat. Now he's all over the field, you know. He's hustled. He's strong. He's fast. But I wish that he was uh, would find the ball a little better. That's why I would value Peters so highly, and I value, I value Smith the same way. Is that he's a little of both, you know? He actually can find the ball too. And then with uh, Earl in the back, this has been a very well, you could sort of like say Brandon Carr is the gift that keeps on giving. Yep. Uh, so I'd vote to keep Jimmy. Uh, and here's another situation where you want to limit the snaps. I, guess, I think you, with the back. What, what's your contract for Jimmy? I think that's really the important question here. I mean, Jimmy's Jimmy's a, a UDF. Uh, sorry, UFA. So he can he can walk. Somebody can sign him for whatever they want. Uh, my dream is a car-like contract. I, I think like you probably seven million in seven million in perpetuity. Okay, so it's a, that's a, that's like a rolling option contract. Now there there may not be a better deal for Jimmy Smith out there, but I really don't believe that's the case. I think he's he probably gets three years, thirty million from somebody. Uh, you know, not, he's not going to get Peter's money. There's no way, not at his age. You don't want to hold it. It's, it's kind of like a game of old maid where you don't want to be stuck with the queen at this point in his career. You know, you, you're where, where you have a really bad contract. That's a lot of, I think being a good GM is not getting stuck with a big contract. Well, it's so, not 10. We, we, we know it's not 10. I'd love it to be seven. I might go eight, but, I, but even, even like 
for three years, guaranteeing him a lot of money for the three years. Uh, partly the way I think about it is the the downside of Jimmy is less significant to us than it is to other potential suitors. Because I, I, I don't think I would pay him $10 million to go and play corner to me and and he's going to play 90 some percent of the snaps at 31 years old with his in injury history. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it, it, he's a, he's a price is right guy. Uh, and of course, seven million, seven million dollars can buy you, can buy you somebody. Uh, it isn't quite as stark. You're not going to get Jimmy Smith, but you know, you look at the, the Patriot defense. It's loaded with guys that are making six or seven million dollars a year. They only got like they, Gilmore is the only guy that really makes a lot of money for them, including the McCourty brothers. They have so a there's lot some of pros middle aged, middle road talent too. Yeah, there's some pro, pros and cons in involved in that. Uh, there's always the opportunity that might come around that looks better than Jimmy. So, but uh, so that's a lean to about seven million. And I would probably be very happy if I could get a car like contract out of it. Okay. You know, so uh, just, Brent, just looking at this, you've got about thirty-three million dollars per year in AAV spent. And next year you could reduce that by by front loading some of these contracts or not front loading some of these contracts, back ending some of these contracts. Uh who what other free agents do you want to look at and just give me like, who you'd like to sign at a high level, because we don't have time for much more than that, uh, among the other UFAs the Ravens have. Um, nobody else. Any any extra nickels and dimes that I have, uh, one is uh, to would be to for Scora or Ricard. Okay, so those are guys who are who would be signed early after this year. But the Ravens have other free agents like McPhee, Levine, Bynes. Which of those do you want to try and and sign? Uh, McPhee, Bynes, Levine, Ward, and I said Patrick, but you kind of talked me out of Patrick. Those those would be the guys. Okay, all right. Patrick will be an RFA, so he's going to make three million next year. And that'll be a baseline for discussions. The same goes for uh, Clark and Skura is their RFA contracts, which could turn into to long term deals, could be a, uh, you know, a baseline for for uh, uh, how they offer them. But they don't have to offer them the full value that they would get if they were on the run, unrestricted free agents, because they have a year at three million kind of still of indenture still to pay off if you want to talk about it that way. Now, I, I think Patrick was RFA this year. No, he's the RFA in his third year. Ricard, we're talking about, right? No, I was, I, I, that was Peanut. That was the oh, Peanut. Right. Patrick Owasa, very good. You are correct. I, yes. I probably would, I probably would lean to the RFA for Ricard because he is kind of a specialty item. As much as we love him, if, uh, Roman is not our coach. We, that may not be that he he might not be so quite so useful. So I would be I would RFA. I think the tender is three million for him. For a second, I'd pay him three million. I'd look to sign Skura for four years. Okay. And I really I really value the end 
I think you brought up the number of six million a year. That might be a little bit low for Skura for four years. Maybe the number's closer to thirty million for four years that you could get him right now for, including the, you know, the fact that he has to play for about three and a half million this next year. But that's that's a good number for him because a player like him is a mid-range free agent, mid-range RFA talent might not want to gamble entirely on year four uh, because if he drops a significant amount, he's he, you know he could be not offered a very good contract at all. Uh, he he be, might be on a prove it deal all of a sudden in year five, and I don't know. I know he doesn't want that, so it it could be a case where uh, he says, you know what, it's not exactly as much money as I'd hope to make, but it also you know guarantees ninety percent of my lifetime earnings at this point. I'm with you there. Look, less than eight would probably be okay. All right. All right, great. Well, Charles, we appreciate you having you on. We want to do a series of these with armchair GM people, and I appreciate you being as as uh, well-informed as you are about salary cap issues. You obviously spend a lot of time over the cap. Uh, tell people, if they want to contact you on Twitter, where do they reach you, or how, do, how can they uh, have a football conversation with you? I'm Charlie the Raven. Okay. And I'm learning how to Skype here, so uh, I'm cvanneman at aol.com. Okay, so give me all your email address. We would not normally recommend on this show, but that's fine if you want to send Charlie an email. But Charlie the Raven on Twitter, at Charlie the Raven? At Charlie the Raven? Yeah, at Charlie the Raven. All right. All right, fantastic. Uh, Charles, appreciate your time today, and uh, we'll get this put out there. And I hope other people, if you want to do a film study short, uh, send me a message by whatever means, whether that's uh, on Twitter or leaving a comment on the on Film Study Baltimore, and we'll be happy to talk to you about a Film Study Short. Think of me as a radio talk show host. I'm interested in hearing what you have to say. Uh, if you have questions, we can do it that way. If you have a presentation like Charles really wanted to do here, we can do it that way. I'll ask a few probing questions, but nothing too hard, and uh, we'd love to have you on. I'll Thanks, tell Charles. everybody out there it was, it was a lot of fun, right. so I recommend participating to anybody. Thank you very much, Ken. Appreciate it, Charles. Talk to you later. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go, every day giftable, every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification, and they're satisfying to scratch no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. At Lowe's, we're your go-to for great gardening values every day. That's why we've lowered our price on select bagged mulch, now starting at just $2.88 a bag. Mulch helps prevent weeds and retains moisture, and when you put it down around trees, shrubs, and flower beds, you'll see how beautiful it makes your outdoor space, just in time to welcome back family and friends. Shop online and pick up in-store. Lowe's, home to the best part of summer. Selection and product availability vary by location. While supplies last, U.S. only. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.